Hello, I'm Gary Fogle. Welcome to Kentucky Sports Memories. Coming up later this month is the 50-year anniversary of the passage of Title IX. And this week, we'll talk to some female athletes here in Kentucky and how it's changed their lives. At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high-quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson's. Coming up later this month, June 23rd to be exact, is the 50-year anniversary of when Title IX was passed. And it's interesting, most people think Title IX was solely for athletics, to give women equal opportunity in athletics. And many don't realize Title IX, when it was created, did not have athletics in mind. That was not its purpose. It was a very simply stated bill that passed through the government, and here's how it was worded. It says, No person shall, on the basis of sex, be excluded from participation in, be denied the benefits of, or be subjected to discrimination under any academic, extracurricular, research, occupational training, or other education program, or actively operated by a recipient which receives federal financial assistance. In other words, it was trying to give young women equal opportunity in schools in basic extracurricular activities, clubs, some classes that were offered just solely for boys like shop class or carpentry class. Anybody who got financial aid from the federal government had to make it where it was equal opportunity for women. Sports just kind of came out of this, but sports was not the intention when the law was created. So think back to the mid-70s up until present day and all the women you know in your life, or maybe you're a woman yourself, who benefited from the passage of Title IX back in 1972. All the sports and the opportunities they got that women before them didn't get before Title IX was passed. This week, we're going to hear from women who were affected by Title IX at the beginning, and we're going to talk tomorrow with the person who I think is the face of Title IX here in Kentucky, the one person who benefited most right away and paved the course for young girls behind her. Hope you'll be with me. I'm Gary Fogle, and you're listening to Kentucky Sports Memories. Hello, I'm Gary Fogle. Welcome to Kentucky Sports Memories. Today, we'll talk about the person who I think is the face of Title IX here in Kentucky. At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high-quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson's. The 23rd of this month is the 50-year anniversary of when Title IX was passed, and it created athletic opportunities for numerous young ladies around this country. And of course, that meant also here in Kentucky. The person I think of most when I hear about Title IX 
is Jerry Grigsby. Jerry Grigsby played basketball at McDowell High School, small school in far eastern Kentucky over in Floyd County, and she played there in the mid to late 70s. Before Title IX, they had no girls basketball team. Title IX made it necessary for them to create one, and they created one going into her sophomore year of high school. Had they not created one, had Title IX not passed, she probably would have never played high school basketball. And that's significant because Jerry Grigsby, to this day, still holds the single game record for most points scored by a female in a Kentucky high school basketball game. 81 points. That's not been broken since she graduated way back in 1977. You got to remember, too, there was no three-point line back then, and many of her shots came from long range. She, when she left high school, was the all-time leading scorer in Kentucky high school basketball history. But, of course, at that time, there were only three years of play under their belt. But even today, she's still number three all-time. The only two who have passed her are Whitney Creech, who played at Jenkins, and Jamie Walls, who played at Highlands. And again, they had the three-point shot when they played, and they also started playing high school basketball back when they were in middle school. So they had several years to build up their point total. Again, Jerry Grigsby only got to play three seasons because that's when basketball was implemented at her high school going into her sophomore year. So in three years, she did remarkable things. And that's why I think she is the face of Title IX for so many young girls to follow. So coming up tomorrow, we'll hear from Jerry Grigsby. Gary Fogle, Kentucky Sports Memories. Hello, I'm Gary Fogle. Welcome to Kentucky Sports Memories. And today we'll hear from a lady who benefited just in time from the passage of Title IX. At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson's. We have all the fun. This month is the 50-year anniversary of the passing of Title IX, which created athletic opportunities for lots of young ladies throughout this country and, of course, right here in Kentucky. Jerry Grigsby is one of the people who benefited from that. She played high school basketball at McDowell High School in far eastern Kentucky, a school that did not have a girls' basketball team until Title IX was passed and a team for girls was created at her school going into her sophomore year. That was back in 1974. She graduated in 77. So she got three years to play high school basketball. And in those three years, she left as the all-time leading scorer in Kentucky girls high school basketball history. And even today, ranks number three on that list. I talked to her about her stroke of luck with Title IX passing when it did. But I was part of that group that uh, we we were fortunate enough to play. Title IX had passed, and, and uh, I got that chance to play. So I'm very grateful for that. I'm going to ask you about that. Title IX passes. 
women's basketball in Kentucky had existed back in like the teens and early 20s and then it discontinued so didn't come back until the fall of 74 or the winter I guess of 74 which was your sophomore year so by, by sheer luck you make that window I mean a few years later and you would have never played and, and a lot of people no, no offense would have never heard of you that's, that's part of it. Uh, no, I was just lucky. I, I did grow up in a basketball family. You know, my dad, Pete Jr., had, uh, he was an all-state player. Uh, you know, I don't know, had there not been a girls basketball, I might have played on the boys' team. But we'll never know, will we? <laughs> but, I, I, but I really was lucky. Yes, she was, and also lucky were the young ladies who played on the Laurel County basketball team that won three state championships in the 70s. We'll hear from one of them tomorrow. Gary Fogle, Kentucky Sports Memories. Hello, I'm Gary Fogle. Welcome to Kentucky Sports Memories. Today, another young lady who benefited during the early years after the passage of Title IX. At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high-quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson's. Coming up on the 23rd of this month is the 50-year anniversary of the passage of Title IX. When that became law, many schools had to develop women's athletic programs to meet the guidelines of Title IX. And lots of those schools created women's basketball teams. That was the case at Laurel County High School. They had no women's basketball team until Title IX passed. They had a couple of years to get things in order. And in 1974, like many schools around the state, they started a women's basketball program. And just a few years later, 77, 78, and 79, they won three consecutive Sweet 16 titles, something that would have never happened had Title IX not passed. Bonnie Sizemore was one of the many young women to enjoy the benefits of that. She was a freshman at Laurel County the year they started a basketball program. She was a talented athlete, but had Title IX not come along, she would have had no high school team to play for. I talked to her about that. Do you ever think about, looking back, if Title IX hadn't been passed, or maybe it had been passed, say, 10 years later, how that would have changed your course of a high school career, of a lot of things that happened to you as a young girl? I don't know. I don't know if I'd been able to do anything. I mean, there was really nothing for you as an athlete. So you think you would have been in the stands cheering on the boys and that would have been it? Oh, my gosh. I had This is a funny story, but, like, Lisa Collins had a chance to play when she was in, like, sixth grade on the boys' team. You know, Delina House, the same way. And uh, Sharon Garland, the same way. And I happened to go to a really small school, and they wouldn't even let me play with the boys. Not allowed to play on the boys' team in elementary school, but fortunately, Laurel County created a team in high school when she was a freshman, and she was a star on those first two championship teams. Tomorrow, those who were against Title IX. 
Gary Fogle, Kentucky Sports Memories. Hello, I'm Gary Fogle. Welcome to Kentucky Sports Memories. Today, those who were against the passage of Title IX. At Watson's, we've been delivering all the family fun and relaxation to our local community for over 50 years. Our mission is to provide high-quality home recreational products and home furnishings to our customers that bring families and friends together for a break from the daily stresses of life. Shop the largest local selection of in-stock products for your home, inside and out, and get the guaranteed lowest price in the USA. Only at Watson's. Coming up later this month is the 50-year anniversary of the passage of Title IX, which made it mandatory for schools to create athletic programs for girls. We saw it throughout the state of Kentucky in the early 70s, and some people weren't for it. I talked to Jack Morris about this, longtime football coach at Mayfield High School. He's retired now, but back then, he was the head football coach. And so I sought his opinion about when Title IX was passed. Were you for it? Were you against it? Were you afraid of what it might do to boys' programs? How did you feel about it? Well, I, I, I wasn't really uh, strong for it. I was like almost all the men coaches. And what he meant by that was he was concerned, as were other men's coaches or coaches of boys' teams, that funding would be taken away from some boys' programs or even some boys' teams cut to make room for the girls who were coming on board. But it was later that he and several others changed their attitude about that and were very welcoming of the girls' programs in their schools. But there were still growing pains for girls' programs. Bonnie Sizemore was a star basketball player at Laurel County High School. They had great teams in the 70s, won three straight championships. She was a freshman in 1974 when they created their women's basketball program. She was on the school's very first team. And she talks about how things were different for girls' basketball as opposed to boys. And even when Title IX came and I heard Title IX and I knew what it was supposed to be, it still wasn't equality. I had to take a, a study hall uh, every year I, I was in, in high school in order to go to practice so the boys could have the prime time right after school. So you all practiced during school time and the boys practiced after school? Yeah. That was because Laurel County, like many schools, only had one gym, so the girls practiced during school, boys got to practice after school. And it was that way for many schools around the state. A lot has changed since Title IX passed 50 years ago. That'll do it for the shows this week. Thanks for being with me. Gary Fogle, Kentucky Sports Memories.